Yeah, yeah. Democracy is the art and science of running the circus from the monkey cage. The fact is that the average man's love of liberty is nine-tenths imaginary, exactly like his love of sense, justice, and truth. Liberty is not a thing for the great masses of men. It is the exclusive possession of a small and disreputable minority, like knowledge, courage, and honor. It takes a special sort of man to understand and enjoy liberty, and he is usually an outlaw in democratic society. Transmitting directly from the launch pad. Bringing blue collar to your cell tower. The rock and roll libertarian himself. It's time to blast off with Johnny Rocket. And you gotta dig that rockabilly scene. I know you gotta dig that hip hop high. And you gotta dig an old subwoofer fire. Hey, it's blast off with Johnny Rocket, and I'm here with my beautiful Ray of Truth herself. Give it up for Raylene Lightheart. Hey guys. Hello, Johnny. How you doing? <laughs> Amazing, kicking ass, taking names. How are you doing? I'm well. I'm doing good. It's Saturday night here, and uh, we have a special. It's a special. We're going to do these specials every once in a while for you great people out there. Uh, it's not a full show, but there's a lot of great libertarians out there that we we don't have all the time in the world to fit them in on our, our official show, but we want to do a couple spotlight pieces on some great libertarians out there who are making a difference. You know what I mean? Yes, I'm into it. Are you into this? I'm so in. You are so in. Okay, so this guy is cool. I'm, I'm telling you, this guy is really interesting because this dude has been reading Locke, Bastiat, Jefferson since he was like nine years old. What? So if that isn't commitment to liberty, I don't know what is. He majored in international studies relations with a minor in graphic design, and he was a Republican for a while and uh, through college and high school and stuff like that. And now he is the graphic designer and he is the founder and CEO of themadstatus.com. Give it up for Karen O'Say! Karen, how the fuck are you, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm good. So, uh, let me ask you a question. I'm going to start off with the, the obvious question. Uh-oh. Themadstatus.com. So, you're doing a, like, a graphic design thing. You're doing your shirts. You you make libertarian shirts, which I am at themadstatus.com right now. They're hilarious. They're fun. And they're cool shirts. Now, what makes you different than any other shirt, libertarian shirt company? Um. Well, I would say that I think, oh, gosh. There is a question. How to say something without making it a backhanded compliment to other other people? Yeah, um, don't, I don't hold back. Just I, be a dick. Right? You can be well, a dick. No, I think, I, right? <laughs> they suck. No, I, I I'm think, awesome. Right? <laughs> right? Just promote yourself here. I'll say this. I think, you know, before I started my site, you know, I looked at all these other all these other Liberty sites and looked at the shirts that they carry. And then I compared them to shirts like, for example, a lot of these progressive liberal sites carry. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's something was missing. Like, you know, the quality of the shirts was missing. The design was missing. Like, not a big fan of progressive politics and what they sell, but they market it well. They brand it well. And so I looked at all these other sites. And I'm like, eh. 
not so much. Uh-huh. So um, I think with me, I, I, I tend to try to design things that are easy to relay on a message. You know, I don't like go overly complicated in a design where you have to like stare at somebody's chest for five minutes to understand what they're saying, what they're, the gist of the shirt is. Yeah, um, that happened in the 90s, Karen. Yeah, right. That happened in the 90s with the, the douchebag shirts, you know, the ones that were like yeah. wrapped up and they had like yeah. the intricate designs all through the sleeves. And then they had like yeah. the stitching on your ass for a guy. That's yeah. stupid. No, no, I agree with and, and that's part of my thing. Mine is like branding. I want somebody to look like when you're walking to look at your shirt and say, yeah, I get that. I understand yeah. it. And, uh, and also to be a shirt that you can wear if you go out. Like, you know, I, I, uh, I didn't want it to be like a car wash t-shirt, like something that you only wear like once in a blue moon, like right. something that you can actually get out and, and relay your message. And, and so anyway, so that's part of it. And then the other part is that it, the shirts by and large are better quality. I tend to pick higher quality shirts like tri-blends and things like that rather than just cheap shirts. So, Well, what I like about your shirts are, well, first of all, you are very willing to customize and come up with designs for people. Yeah, I know people all over this nation that are buying your T-shirts, and I know people personally, locally, that are designing them through you. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Now, I tell you, what's interesting though, as a side note, is um, uh, when we just got back from the uh, the uh, the Libertarian National Convention in uh, uh, New Orleans, and it's amazing how many people I ran into that I've never met in my life that were wearing shirts that they got from me. I'm like, that's just cool, you know? It is cool. Kind of sweet. So uh, yeah, yeah, fun stuff. So. Here's the thing. Like, so you went to NOLA. Mm-hmm. Now, did you want to go to Porkfest or you just didn't have the coin for that? Uh, it was a coin issue for me. I had to kind of pick and I was a delegate to um, I was a delegate to the convention. So it was kind of that, that made my decision for me. So. so let me ask you a question. I don't know where you stand like politically or philosophically, yeah. but where do you align yourself with? Are you like a minarchist? Are you classical liberal? Are you an ANCAP? Where do you stand? Uh, you know, I was, I was, it was funny. I was talking to Raylene about this earlier and um, I had this thing with labels. I really have, oh, I'm like, a, maybe I'm just a contrarian, but I detest labels <laughs> in general. But uh, I think if you had to put me somewhere in the spectrum, I'm probably more of a classical liberal than anything okay. else. But you know, I mean, there's a lot of things I agree with, you know, I mean, like there's elements that I'm with on the ANCAPs. There's elements that I'm with on the, the minarchists. I'll say this though. I think uh, I'm practically, I'm a big believer in natural law mm-hmm. and everything that that entails. And I'm one of these people that wants no government, but also at the same time, I don't ever believe that we're just going to wake up tomorrow, you know, and it's just gone. So we have a practical way of taking it down. And, and so, it- I mean, like, here's the thing. I mean, I'm with you. Cause there's, I mean, for a long time, I believed in some government and it took me many years to actually, you know, I'm, I read Rothbard and that changed my mind. You know, that was my, my thing. Yeah. But I mean, I get it. I think there's a place for people who want liberty. Yeah. And as long as we're promoting liberty, I think we're moving in the right direction. I mean, less government is a start, right? We can all agree to that. Absolutely. Yeah. No, the only thing I was going to add is there's a usual joke that I make with this and I, I, I tell it so much that it's almost become like, ugh, whatever, but, uh, <laughs> I always tell people there's only practically there's only two ways that we're going to wake up tomorrow and there's no government whatsoever. And that's a zombie apocalypse or implosion of the dollar. And I think outside of that, you're looking at a long term game. There's things that you're going to have to do to, to work, to take it down, to draw it down mm-hmm. uh, just as a practical matter. I mean, and I'll say this, you know, even if you believe that government can disappear, you're still going to have to do things to make it disappear. And that's not just hoping it's going to go away or saying I don't like it or yelling at Facebook about it. I think you have to you have to change the laws. You have to roll things back. And right. uh, 
you know, and you have to, so the very fact that is you have to be engaged politically to do it, so. Well, and not only that, but we have to embrace the outreach and education, which by the way, your small business is doing. So you are doing your part in changing the culture. And when we do have less government, we have to keep it that way. Amen, amen, absolutely. Thank you for doing your part. Oh, oh well, yeah. I, I'm a big believer in that again. You know, I keep saying it. Is I, 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 I'm, I'm one of those people that are kind of trapped by my principles in a way because I, the things that I believe, I believe them deep down. They're not just things that I use as a bumper sticker or a slogan. Right. And it's you, things right. that I feel. And you do have bumper stickers too. I do. I do have, I See actually I do that? have bumper stickers. Yeah, right. Nice. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I try to believe them. So anyway, they, 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 um, they kind of trap me into the decisions that I, I, I can make. I feel like I can make. And, and part of that for me is helping other libertarians advance the message if I can. And so, you know, we, we do what we can. We do our portion. I have to tell you something, guys. Yeah. I feel like I can't do my part with the bumper sticker game because I drive such a hoopty. So I drive such a poor car. I don't want people to think I'm just a dirty libertarian who has a crunched in backside because that's what's happening out there. So I can't even use bumper stickers because I'm afraid that I'm going to look bad. I know. Isn't that embarrassing? (laughs) Raylene, here's the thing, though. We were talking about this for a long time. Why are libertarians so cheap? Like, I noticed this. Like, yeah. Like the, the Republicans, <laughs> no fucking problem. Yeah, yeah. You can, or, you know, or Democrats, whatever, no yeah. problem. They always have money, right? Yeah. But at Libertarians, we talk about the free market. We talk about free trade, all this stuff, yet nobody buys anything. Have you noticed this? I mean, I'm just saying, I'm not knocking. We're the ones who notice that we're being oppressed by taxation. Well, we do, so, but I'm just saying, Kieran, what do you think of this? Uh, well, you know, I, I you know, I, I <laughs> um, come on. Come on, be honest, man. Uh, okay, well, I'll say this, at least in my, I'll, I'll, I'll say it from my experience, that I, I think a lot of people, and it's not just, um, it's not just limited to, to like, for example, whether they buy shirts or, or do whatever, but I think a lot of people use libertarianism as a crutch to not do the things that they say they believe in. Like, for example, they'll say, oh yeah, I believe in voluntarily helping my neighbor because they're struggling, they're surviving or whatever. But when it comes down to it, their excuse is always, well, there's government and taxes. Well, mm-hmm. you know, that's not, not really an excuse. You, it's a choice you can make, either to help or not. And that doesn't mean that you have to, I don't know, I'm not really answering your question, but yeah, I, I think uh, uh, nice my deflection. experience- Nice deflection. Yeah, right? Yeah. I'm going to run for office one day, so I'm kind of practicing. So, yes, uh, yes, you know, yes, getting, you got it. Getting prepared. Well, let, but, me, uh, let, me far- take, let me answer that by asking <laughs> you this, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry, man. I, I'm, I'm being a dick. No, no, that's right. The only only thing I was going to add to that is I I, I think there is a there is a um, um and it's tied into what I said though. I think there's a tendency to be cheap because it's like a, for a lot of them I think it's like a bumper sticker slogan, and I mean that in every sense of the word. I think a lot of people use liberty and volunteerism and libertarianism and all these other little catchwords, and they're just slogans. They they're not something that deep down means anything other than them just saying it. And I know it sounds shitty to say. But I'm telling you, I can count the people on my hands and toes and yours and Raylene's that just are inherently cheap. And that- I, I will say that I have to tell you, I do believe that part of um, accepting the responsibilities of freedom and having the spirit of giving is first being able to keep what's yours. There's a great book for kids called It's Okay Not to Share. And I've talked about it Sounds before. Sounds awesome. And they- Sounds awesome. Yeah, they explain the psychology behind it, that when children know that something is theirs and they are not forced to share it when they're not willing to, that they end up being far more generous because they're secure in what they have. Granted, what I was going to add to that, though, 
too is, you know, I'll say this. Um, I think there's a difference because I, I know just from my experience. Sure. I have a handful of people that struggle just as much as you or I or other people do, that they're not made of money and the government takes more of their money than, it, than obviously, you know, it deserves or should. Uh, but they have supported the efforts that I've done down the line. Like when I even first started this and was struggling with, you know, they've been consistent. So I, I think, you know, I think it's just a matter of principles and saying, you know, you know, maybe I can't give you 50 or I can't do it for whatever, but I'll do it. Uh, and I think a lot of people just don't, that doesn't really mean anything. You know, they talk about value for value and it's still, even with that consideration, it doesn't really, it's just words, just words. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what, insp- but, I, but I'm a cynic. So what inspired you to do shirts though? I mean, so is it because of your background in graphic design and art? And- um, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No, that was it. That was the question. <laughs> Well, I think it was a couple things. Again, you know, like I said earlier, I think uh, part of it is I just saw all these progressive shirts, these, you know, that were cool. The designs were cool. The messaging was good, but their message sucked. And then I looked at all these Liberty sites and I'm like, the shirts are garbage. Absolute garbage. But their messaging um, was good. No, no. Well, the, on the liberal side, their messaging, I mean, as far as the way they packaged it, the way they branded it was good. It was quality stuff. It's something that you would wear. Um, and I think also, I'll be honest with you, I think also that's another, at least especially with younger people, I think that's a, another reason why progressive messaging or the, what they say resonates so well because they market it well. Mm, yes. And I don't think a lot of conservatives do that or I see conservatives, libertarians, anybody that's not about, you know, I should and I actually strike conservatives because they're all about growing government too. So, uh, yeah. but I think that's that's a problem with some people on the liberty side is that they don't get that. They don't understand that. They don't take it into account. So with me, it was, it was I wanted to get a message out. And also, it was a means to an end. I, I'm not made of money myself. Uh, so everything that I'm saying about being cheap and stuff is not because I'm sitting on a bucket of money and I'm like, oh, you people are just whatever. It's because I've struggled since I was, you know, since I was nine years old. And I, you know, you, you mentioned me growing, somewhat growing up, but I grew up in foster homes, running away, mm-hmm. doing that sort of thing. So I didn't grow up with like a silver spoon. And so I know what it is to struggle and I, I still know what it is to struggle. Anyway, I lost where I was going with that. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I, I walked off on the trail and I'm, I'm that, gone. That, I'm that, lost, that's fine. So. You're in the woods now. All right. So like what I'm saying is, you know, I agree. I, I, I'm 100% agreeing with you. I think the libertarians, we focus so much on logic, right? That there, there We do have a high amount of logic uh uh, logical people, intellectuals, yeah. um, economics nerds, which brought them to liberty, sure. um, understanding how the finances work and and just our economy at right. all. Yeah, but the thing yeah. is, is there's a lack of art, I think, in the libertarian movement. Oh, yeah, there is. There is. Absolutely. And I think if we know how to sell it and package it and be clever with our art, then I think that's half the battle. Because I think, you know, we have Eric July doing backwards. We have uh, the Voluntarist comic book. We have the Liberty Force comic book, which you can find at libertyforcecomic.com. And you have all these other, and you have the mad status, right? You have all these artists who are out there doing something. But to me, it's like, there's got to be more art. Oh, absolutely. More of the arts in the libertarian movement. What do you have to say about that? No, I mean, I just, I, I agree with you. I, um, uh, that with a tie into your former question, um, it's part of where I was going with this. Uh, I started with the shirts and stuff as a means, as a, as a funding mechanism for right. everything else I wanted to do. And the, the point uh, where the site is going is we're going to have podca- some podcasts, but more memes, more graphics that like libertarian candidates and liberty-minded people can share and things like that. So it was a, it was a building thing, you know, a thing where we can fund everything else we want to do. And, and a lot of that is oriented around graphics. 
and selling a message. So yeah, I absolutely agree. I'll say this too. There's another, I don't know if y'all met her or not, but Dory has written a little book called yeah. Little Libertarians. Have you seen that? Yes. She's been on the show. Yeah. Absolutely amazing, right? Yeah, very cool. Like a D- Dory Goikman. Yes. And yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in New Jersey. And I met her at Porkfest. We actually met and we were uh, actually talking to her about Launchpad Media actually coming on board and doing the book as I think it's imperative that we start doing things like that. That is how we actually change people's hearts and minds. It's changing culture, you guys. What you're talking about is an all-encompassing cultural um, awareness, understanding, and movement. Badass. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. And I think this is the problem. I mean, I think that we're at this point now where a lot of people ain't going to sit down and read Mises' Um, human action, yes, you know, or man economy and state. They're not going to read it. I mean, it, it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of dedication to sit through and read those books and they're dry. They're not the, the most, you know, fascinating. I mean, they're fascinating if once you get into it and you start understanding, you're like, wow, this is great. I get it. But no one, I don't think is going to take the time. So what we need to do is get them to that point where they want to, they yes. want to indulge in that stuff. That's right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. No, I absolutely agree with you. Uh, you know. Amen. Amen. Okay. And you're God bless like, you. All right. There we go. Yeah, right. You're right, well, no, you're like, you're like, you're like an apostle of liberty. So I'm like, you know, preach on brother, preach on. Well, I mean, this, I'm a go huge ahead, fan of that. I love that apostle of liberty. Yes. Apostle rock. You know, it's funny. It's funny. I wish I, <laughs> I wish I came up with that. That's actually a line uh, from a kind of a line from a, a book talks in America where he's talking about Jefferson. And he said that Jefferson was the greatest apostle that's ever existed. So, uh, yeah, it's nice, right? Uh, But I like that. I like people who who feel and believe in liberty so much that they're willing to do whatever they need to do to advance it. So I actually spoke about that with Alex Merced. And I told I asked him um, privately uh, if it was almost liberty was spiritual for him. Um, For me, it, it is. Uh, I actually believe that Jesus himself was an anarchist. I, I truly believe that once I understood how spiritual liberty was for me, then I realized that it was something I had to do, you know? I think like libertarianism is kind of like, it is kind of a, I wouldn't say a religion, but it's it's something that I'm striving to uh, accomplish or at least have other people see it. People are not free. And it's it's so frustrating to go out you know what I mean? And see people are like, well, I have to pay taxes. I, this is the thing I have to do. It's 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 for the greater good. And I'm like, you're an idiot. He's a rock and cartoon. He's larger than life. He comes up the jeans and he smokes lucky strikes. He comes like a billy, but he ain't square. He drives a hopper car and he pop a dog's hair. You're not wrong, Johnny. It it it's it isn't a religion. It is a spiritual philosophy. And when you understand natural rights, it makes sense that it does. that spiritual beliefs can merge and be on the same level, even if they're not saying the same thing. I'm with you. I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Natural rights, stuff like that. So Kiram, what do you have to say about that? I mean, do you believe it? natural rights is, you think libertarianism could be spiritual? Um, I think it can be for, for a lot of people. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I can see, I, I, but I, I, you know, I would also say, I think that anything from a religion or a, a spiritual experience for, for anybody, I think if you're going to be a spiritual about something, liberty is probably the best thing to be spiritual about. Uh, but, you know, I, I'll, I'll say this too, is, um, you know, going back to how I learned about liberty and how I, I got involved with it is, uh, you know, I look at it like it's just, it's, it's, it's just common sense. I mean, however you look at whether you're religious, not, spiritual, not, atheist, whatever, 
Right. Uh, it just makes sense. All the men, all the things that men could do before there was ever a government, kind of, ex- and it's something that's almost understood wherever you go. Like, you know, whether you're here or in another country or whatever, there's certain things that you do that people just understand are wrong. No matter what the law says, you know it's wrong. And usually right. you feel that, you know, like when you do something, like if you take something from somebody, like let's say an orange, or they take it from you more specifically, you feel kind of like, you know, there's there's a feeling that comes along with that. It has nothing to do with government. It has nothing to do with law. Uh, it's something that you just feel, you know. And like a conviction I, you know, on your heart. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think, yeah, I think anything can become a religion, I think, uh, or, or spiritual thing. I think, again, though, it's, you know, if you're going to have it, liberty is probably the best thing to have it for. Beat statism, that's for certain. Yeah, I'm with you. And it's, it's like common sense. You know what I mean? Like, and... Matt Kibbe did that book, Don't Hurt People and Don't Take Their Stuff. To me, that sums, it's so beautiful because, I mean, you look at it and you, or you hear it and it's like, yeah, you know, like everyone would agree with that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Every, any that's sane absolutely. person would go, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, but, is. but when it comes to the state, they have exceptions to that rule. And that's where I have a problem. That it's, it's not people's fault that they're indoctrinated. It's not, it's not their fault. What we're trying to do is free them from those, those bounds that they should never have been bound to. Right. Free your mind and your ass will follow. Right. <laughs> well, it's kind of like, you remember the movie, The Matrix? I mean, I, I know oh, you yeah. have. I say yeah. it kind of rhetorically. Yeah, yeah. But to me, that's one of the most brilliant illustrations of how society is because you're just part of it. You start that way. You, you start mm-hmm. it from when you're, when you're a kid and it just gets worse as you get older. And uh, it's funny. I say this. Yeah. I make this joke with people sometimes. It's like, I actually, uh, going back to when I was a kid, who got me into uh, reading Locke and Jefferson and all that, were, um, have you ever heard of John Birchers? Uh, yes, I have. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the only reason I say this is it's probably of all the memories, of all the vivid memories I have my entire life, that's one of the ones that stick out. Because they didn't sell me on anti-communism or anything else. They sold me on liberty, on natural law and natural rights and things like that. And um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I, I think it's, um, I think liberty is a... Uh, you know, it's um, it's something that's hard for people. It's hard for people to feel comfortable with. You know, there's a quote by Mencken that most people would rather be safe than 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 free than, I love than have Mencken. liberty. I and love I think that's Mencken. true. I think, yeah, love. Yeah, Mencken. yeah. Democracy is the art and science of running the circus from the monkey cage. That's Mencken. That's my favorite quote by him, and it's on my Facebook page. You can find it at Facebook.com. Johnny Rocket Blues. There we go. <laughs> right there's actually here here's one i do want to share with you because i really love it and, and i identify it it says if you don't mind me reading it it's just a real short quote sure go ahead it's um ooh, actually i'm having a hard time between minkin and kipling but i'll read you minkin and it says the fact is that the average average man's love of liberty is nine tenths imaginary exactly like his love of sense justice and truth liberty is not a thing for the great masses of men it is the exclusion of possession of a small and disreputable minority, like knowledge, courage, and honor. It takes a special sort of man to understand and enjoy liberty, and he is usually an outlaw in democratic society. Uh, and I wow. absolutely believe that. Something that's one of the things I read a long, long time ago, and that's just wow. like, it explains so that's much. That's powerful. Yeah, it is. It explains about how people are. They, you know, liberty is a, kind of a non-comfortable thing for them. Wow. So, that's great, man. That's a great quote. Yeah, right? That was like badass. That, that should be like the intro to the show. That's how cool that was. Hey, really quick, man. What are you doing with the mad status? What's your plans? And how are you going to further the message of liberty with uh, your company, themadstatus.com? You can find it online. It's pretty cool. I highly recommend them. Oh, you're sweet. Uh, well, we've got a couple things. We've got a couple crowdfunding things we're getting ready to push out. We've got three books coming out. Uh, one is called The Gold Standard of Uncommon Sense. 
It's kind of like a, a quote through the ages, liberty, common sense quote. Okay. Uh, the other one is a uh, book called, it's called Bad Status, but it's Bible verses uh, written like a status. So it's like on the first day, the state said, let there be roads and there were roads. It's kind of <laughs> oh, like yes. that. So, that is so cool. That's kind of cool. <laughs> right. And then the third book is a coloring book for adults. It's called uh, Color, Your, Color Away Your Freedom in Three Easy Steps. And uh, so that's uh, part of a funding thing that we're going to use. We can uh, attend more things like Port Fast and Freedom Fast and uh, some of the other conventions next year. And also use it to expand, like bringing more people on to write for the site and add more content and things like that. So it's all about growth. And, and then the, the end goal with this is so we make enough money. So like, let's say that you, you're a small club in or you have a great idea in uh, Peoria, Illinois, and you want to start a Liberty Club or you want to start some kind of Liberty idea that we can help fund it or whatever. So we can actually write checks and stuff like that. So nice. that's kind of the goal. Oh, and goal. my gosh. That is awesome. That is cool. Wow. That is cool. Well, thank you. Thank you. That's uh, really cool. I mean, that's that's how we do it, man. I mean, this is how we do it. I'll, I'll say the only thing I'm going to add to that before I stop rambling is, you know, when you talk about religion, for, for, for me in a way, it's maybe not so much a religion, but it's something that I feel in everything that I do. Like everything in my life. It's funny. If you look at my Facebook feed, everything is politics. And even the stuff that's non-political is political for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, because um, I, I think when we look at this, um, like liberty and freedom in the context of history and what's happened, what's happening today and what's going to happen tomorrow is, you know, bit by bit by bit, our rights are being, you know, eaten away. And and you and I are old enough to remember when we, when we could get on a plane and fly almost anywhere in the United States and not get treated like a criminal. But yes. We've had a whole generation of children grow up where that's their normal. And so that's all they know. Um, right. And, you know, that's how it works. And so for me, it's not it's even so much about how it, right. it is. And for, so for me, this whole thing, this whole movement, is not just about making money, doing something I enjoy. It's about spreading a message so yes. that, that your kids don't grow up like convicts, basically. That's you know? right. It's not gay Explain. if it's TSA, Explain. though. Explain. Right, Kieran? Yeah, right? <laughs> it's not gay if it's TSA. <laughs> Will Coley shirt. I love it. Amen. Great shirt. Anyways, though, this is Blast Off with Johnny Rocket and Raylene Lightheart, and we're talking to Kieran Osei. Thank you very much, brother, the Mad Statist himself, and you can check him out at themadstatist.com, and guess what? He's going to be, you have a promo code for us. I do. Because uh, this is what, how we roll. Oh, it's Johnny2018. Bam. Nice. And it's good for a week, Boom. right? So it's good for a week. It's good for a week after the broadcast airs. So, yeah. Okay, cool. So if you guys dig this show, you like what the Mad Statist himself is doing, please check out the Mad Statist. And how much do they get off? Oh, it's 15%. 15% off the Mad Statist shirts and bumper stickers or whatever, right? So it's anything that you have on your site. Mm-hmm. 15? Anything on the site. Anything you put in Johnny 2018. Thank you very much, Kieran. And I really appreciate it, man. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Anyways, oh, this is Blast Off with Johnny Rocket and the ray of truth herself, Raylene Lightheart.